2: It's four
0: minutes past the hour, eight o'clock, and welcome into Izzy and Keppy for breakfast. It's been a great morning. The text machine, the Tebba bar text machine, bedpost text machine is absolutely blowing up here this morning with everyone and their sons and daughters, grandmas. A grandfathers, uncles, aunties heading out to their local golf course this week all wanting these new pair of ZG23 golf shoes from Adidas that we've been handing out all week and we'll be doing the same again next week uh, Louis because you've been good enough to to get plenty for the boys here on the breakfast show um, and we've got to pick one, one of these wonderful techs that have been coming through, here's another one, I hope it's a better year, no hiding, no give up, no, just five hits up and a kick, I want old school Warriors flair, not the run of the mill second man plays, that's from Chris, um, here's another one, I think Chris sent this one in just a little bit earlier, my son missed out by two shots getting into the New Zealand Open, wow, hey, how good's that, finally qualifying round, so stayed down there and is caddying for someone, so after walking both after walking both courses before the practice rounds and a few days out, there's blisters starting. <laughs> really want those golf shoes to give him cheers. Chris, by the way, what a great game of league last night. It's back, baby. Yeah, man. And that's what we've got now. We're coming up a double, uh double eight, double three. We're talking Warrior Nation. The Warriors, the run. It's our year. Hashtag. It's on our T-shirts. We're getting them made. Me and Louie, we're going to wear them around for the rest of the year. Or are we? They've got to get the win tonight. they got to get the big W against the Knights tonight. Down in Wellington at the Caketon. 0800-150-811. Give us a call if uh, you think the Warriors can get that two points down there. I'll, I'll just say one thing, Louis, and my pick for the first coach sacked is actually the Newcastle coach, Aidan O'Brien. I I made a, a call uh, two weeks ago when we were previewing the teams coming into the season on uh, running it straight with Sammy Hewitt. I think that both him... And Holbrook up at the Titans are under immense pressure uh, to hold down their jobs, especially after what the year they have had last year. And a big one for Adam O'Brien is whether or not Caelan Ponger is going to be a success at six. It has been tried before; it's not the first time they tried it in 2019. It failed. They got um, Hastings come down uh, over from the West Tigers. Obviously, Man of Steel up in the UK came through the S- Sydney City ranks. Uh, I actually played against his father. Uh, Kevin Hastings was a really good halfback for Sydney City back in the day. And um, the young, young Hastings, young Ponga, the halves, can they get it done for Newcastle? Your thoughts? I don't think it'll work, personally.
2: Well, it's always a massive risk when you start meddling with superstars because, you know, the old saying, let fast horses be fast horses. You can try and ride them back in the field or you can try to get cover with them, but more often than not, let fast horses be fast horses and roll to the front. And we keep using this analogy with these gun thoroughbred, high-end, high-spec athletes like Kalen Ponga, And, you know, you have a proven gun. You have excellence. You know what you have. So one trainer thought is empower him to be the world's best fullback and build a team around him. They've tried that. It didn't work. So now they've gone plan B, which is risky because now you, you run the risk of nothing changing, your result's not changing, and you can spoil what proven excellence you already had in Kalen Ponga at fullback, Kempy. So it's a brave move. You'd, you would expect that Kalen would be fully on board with it, a player of his standing and, and salary. Like This is not a coach's call. It will be a collaborative call.
0: I'd have to be the marquee player. Moving him from moving him from a marquee position up into the sixth jersey, for me, puts a lot of pressure on on both the coach and the player because the the worst thing for Kalen is in the front line. You know, he's got to make more tackles. He puts himself in that collision spot uh, more regular, which which means more injury, which means the possibility that he's actually not going to be be in the game. And we've seen the time taken off him um, against. Parramatta in that trial, so uh, look, I don't, I don't see it working. I, I agree with the, your first uh, sentiments. Is like, yeah, you know, he's the best fullback, so so work around what he's what he's better at, and b- at the back of the the line, you see what how, what he can do for Queensland when he's playing Origin. Uh, you've got to try and get that form out, and we've got Lemmy on the phone, who's phoned and he's pumped about the Warriors and wants to talk tomorrow, Martin. Morning, Lemmy. Morning, brothers.
1: Why are you? Coming out to play. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, let me brothers, are you, I haven't been this Are you going you know, down? Okay. No, I'm not. I'm just, oh, I have to look up my, look up my grandchildren, but I'm going to watch it on TV. Apparently it's live on TV3, I think. So, yeah, sit down and watch it. But anyway, I haven't been as excited about a player to Martin Martin since my business 20 years ago gave me a big chance. So, mate. <laughs> Let's go, brothers. I mean, what did you
2: what did you do at the third chance, Lemmy? Out of curiosity,
1: <laughs> mate. I decided to um, big and big and big, brother. And yeah, so all good, baby. all good in the house. Twenty years later, so oh great. Yeah, but what, anyway, do you, what do you like about anyway, what do you
0: like about Tomorrow Martin, Lemmy?
1: Like, a few years ago, I watched Tomorrow Martin for Cowboys years ago, and I thought, man, this player's so good. And then he, all of a sudden he wasn't playing at all, and I wonder why. And then I found out why about his head. And I'm just so excited because he's going to actually hopefully lead the forwards around and the back line around. And, um, mate, he's a dark horse for the Daily award this year, mate, I reckon. But oh, I, I just big I just, Yeah, yeah I, know, I know. It's just me anyway and my, and my thoughts anyway. But I just like the way he plays, and when he was playing for the Broncos at uh, fullback last year, I thought, oh nah, bring him in a bit because he's a bit of a silky player, you know. I thought, well, it's a big call for me. I think he was better than Benji Marshall anyway, mate. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Lemmy, Lemmy coming coming right <laughs> oh, off man. the back fence there. What about the what about the Fords, yeah. Lemmy? You know, like he can't. He can't really yeah, get know. anything done, you know, As we know, he yeah. could be the best halfback in the world, but if your yeah, yeah. Yeah, forwards aren't doing the job, are you happy with the forward pack?
1: Oh, yeah, mate, yeah, they're going to bring it on, mate. As long as they display the platform for our um, for our um, Sean and uh, Tamari, mate, and uh, we'll be all good, mate. Hopefully, we'll make it to the top eight. I'm wishing, I'm wishing to win it actually. So we'll just see what happens anyway, mate. So, yeah, as long as the forwards do the pla- uh, do the platform for us. We'll be
2: all good, brother. Outstanding, Lammy. You're so optimistic, and it's heartwarming. We'll talk in <laughs> three weeks, and then we'll see. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll check in with you again. There you go. Lammy and P. Naughty. Oh, eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Is Lammy on the happy pills this morning, or are the Warriors actually a chance to, to contend for that top four? And to Mighty Martin, can he be that sort of Dally M star for the Warriors? He's had a couple of years away. I, I keep coming back to it, Kimpy. I know Andrew Webster has massive raps on Egan, but can Egan do sorts of things like Harry Grant did last night?
0: Munster is just pointing. He's marshalling the troops around. Harry Grant from dummy half. Harry Grant takes off! Harry Grant scores next to the post. And this brilliant, perfect record of Bellamy stays intact. Harry Grant, the match winner. Melbourne Storm have stolen it. 16 points to 12 at no stage of regular time with a Melbourne Storm in front. You go to extra time and Harry Grant goes bang.
2: Goes Harry bang. Harry Grant, the match winner. And and a hooker, you think, look, look at premiership sides, you look at them and you think... Their hookers are almost, without doubt, match winners in every single side uh, throughout the years, Kempy. And I know Andrew Webster's got big wraps on him, but but a truth serum here through Andrew Webster. Does he have the hooker of the future?
0: No, just I don't need truth serum. Um, no, you don't. It's just a, it's just the fact. That, look, I think that Wade's a solid player, but. No Harry Grant, and and don't get me wrong, you know there isn't too many other hookers in the competition that can do what Harry Grant done. Like if you're watching that game last night, you're sitting there, and if you're a Melbourne supporter, you're really happy because of what Harry Grant was doing with the players that he had around him and coming back behind the behind the ruck, and then when he took off and scored down against the grain, they call that a, you you go against the flow of the play. It's all going right, and he pops out to the left and get catches catches two lazy markers and reaches out and scores that try. Like, I just sat there, paused it, and just looked at it and went, mate, this kid has gone to another level again, you know? So the answer to answer your question, mate, he's in the top two two hookers in the competition. Um, Wade Egan wouldn't be
2: in the top 10. Mm. It's, it's um, you've, look, ever since we started working together, Kemper, you've really opened my eyes and uh, to the limitations of a football side around two things. One, fitness. Which we're hearing is good and you've you've laid eyes on it, you've you've appraised them and you think that they are looking thin. But the other one is the spine. You can't expect to succeed at any level of football without a spine that can command a game and that's every part of the spine. It's no good having a, a fullback and a standoff and a Halfback, if you don't have a hooker or vice versa, right? How important are those positions for cohesion's sake, especially when you get when you start talking about not just making the eight, but contending for those four? You can go. Can you usually go through those top four teams and say, well, this is why? Look at their spine.
1: A
0: hundred percent. And you only have to look at them. Penrith South, you know, Cowboys. Um, if you have a look at the spine, they're, they're established they're, and they and they play well in those those hooker half fullback. Position, you know, because the halves are basically controlling the game around the pitch. The fullback is now running 200 plus metres. You've got to be super fit. Um, and, if, and if your hooker can't control your middle of your ruck, because he's got, see, the thing with the hooker is, is he's the bloke who touches the ball the most. So you get got a bloke, this is why Cameron Smith was so good. And Cameron Smith's a conductor. You know what I mean? You've got yeah. your massive orchestra, and he's conducting this game. He's pointing. Like I said, I'll never forget one time down at the Cakedon watching Australia play New Zealand, and it was like watching a master at play. He was just setting people up, you know, and they won that game. Steve Maddow got sent off a hit on Gasney, which shouldn't help New Zealand. They went down to 12 men, but they tailed him up by 50 points, and I don't think Cameron Smith got tackled that day. Um, yeah. You know, he played in a dinner suit, but he played in a conductor's suit. And that's what you want your hooker to do. So you just have to go back and look at teams that have won the competition. And this is where Penrith, I think, will struggle this year. Losing Curacao and the hookers that they have this year in at the Penrith side aren't as potent as what they are when they had Curacao on the side. And then you take away your strike weapon and kick out on the left edge, you know, and you, and you add in Garner from the West Tigers, ain't the same player. You know what I mean? So you, me and you are sitting next to each other. You're my half. I'm playing centre. Kickow's coming at us, and he's running at you. I'm coming to help you. i got no choice because Kickow's coming, and what happens is I jam in on you, and Kickow doesn't get the ball, goes behind me, and that's why Targo looks really good when he passes the May, and May goes in untouched because I've had to come and help you in the defence line. Now, when Garner runs at that line and he's coming at you, I'm just going, Louis, you tackle him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got Targo, yeah. so, and that's the difference. So, the left edge isn't as potent. So, you're not going to see Luai have the year that he had. You're not going to see Tago have the year that he had.
2: I was just about to say, does that make players like Luai more valuable for fantasy owners, or actually it makes it harder and, and you'd expect a dip?
0: I'd expect a dip. I'd expect a dip. And I think, you know, teams this year are breathing a sigh of relief when they play Penrith. They're going, don't have to worry about be coming off the bench and making you know making inroads, and him getting a rest at crucial parts of the year. They're coming and play the grand final, and uh, thank God there is no kick out there on the left edge. It's hard enough dealing with Crichton and and Targo and and May. You know what I mean? Let alone kick out, no kick out, no threat. That's that's what I'm saying.
2: Fair enough couple of texts here on 8883. You can give us a call. 0800 150 811. The Kennards High phone line. Who wants to have a little therapy session before the season starts? He wants to get it and lay it all out on the table with the Warriors? Mark says, I think the pressure tonight is on the Warriors. Newcastle have been told that the, wood, the wooden spoon is theirs, and that's enough to make them dangerous. Tonight I'm taking the Knights to win. It's 2.35 versus fifty six. So the Warriors have been instilled as comfortable favourites which I think is probably right, Kempi. That market's probably about bang on. How, I mean, like, if we, if we have to turn up, well, you're not here next week, but if we turn up on Monday and we go, well, they've just lost to the Knights, you know, how tricky does that make them? It, it, you, can, you can't call the first game of the season must win, but at the same time, like, this is kind of, this pretty much is like line in the sand week one, isn't it?
0: Well, you've got to take these games. You know they're, they're, that's a really good um, text by Mark. But what, what you're basically saying is you're playing the wooden spoon. Is you can't lose the game. That's that's the mentality. You know you've got to pick up the ones that you should. Uh, should win, and you've got to you've got to steal the ones that are going to be really tough. And the best thing that the Warriors have this year is because they're back in New Zealand is that they've got a really good home um, advantage and a lot of home games. That's that's what we're banking on, is getting wins in New Zealand. Um, so this one against Newcastle tonight is is crucial. The Caketon you know, is up and down for us down there. You know, we've had our wins, we've had our losses. It hasn't been a great hunting ground for us to be brutally honest, um, but. I think the, I just get a feeling that it is a little bit different this year. Mm. I think that, you know, there, there is some accountability. Like, we can't say over the years that there's been a hell of a lot of accountability across the side. You know, um, talking to Dan Floyd, for instance, who's the manager of the – a very good friend of mine, he's the manager of the, the New Zealand Warriors. He's been there since 2000 – I think he went there in 2011. He's had seven coaches. You know what I mean? So I think accountability really needs to come to the forefront here, and not worry too much about the coaches, but start selecting the side that is going to win your games. And I, I you know, I hope that the half pairing works. But I think with young Metcalf in the back, we're going to see some accountability this year. If um, players, you know, what I've been told is that they don't care with whether you're a senior player or not, what your what your status is in the club. If you're not performing,
2: then you'll be held accountable. Well, oh, that's really good to hear. That is very, very good to hear. Now, let's see it. Cam says if they don't lag at the 60-minute mark and can play the full 80, go the woe woes. The one New Zealand Warriors kick off tonight. Live, Kempi, what time are you and Sammy Boy on here?
0: Uh, well, mate, we'll be in all 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 afternoon, it's all night, so just just get ready. Seven? Yeah, it's a, the actual kick-off um, time tonight let me just get that for you, Louie. Is, is it eight o'clock. eight o'clock. o'clock, o'clock. It? It's eight p.m. Yeah. So Mar, look, everyone in New Zealand will be watching it. I'd really interested. I didn't know that was it was being shown live on on TV three. So a lot of our community that don't have Sky get a chance to watch it. It will be the most watched game this weekend. I guarantee you. It's a Friday night game. Warriors never get Friday night games. To kick the season off on a Friday night for the Warriors, it'll be watched throughout Australia and New Zealand. Everyone's got their eyes firmly planted on how have the Warriors handled this, this off-season? And the the question is, are they as fit as everyone's saying?
2: We'll find out. Cannot wait. Live on SCNZ from 7 o'clock. Sammy and Kempi, we will be dialed in while watching the uh, Crusaders Highlanders as well. Can't wait for that. Hey, we need to choose a Super Rugby Player of the Week, Kempi. We need to do that before this round kicks off tonight. We better do that and catch up with Paulie Mwadi after this. We're 21 minutes past 8 o'clock. Here with Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.